The new year in Shanghai passed with such fanfare that a sense of party still permeated the city a week later. It was the way the people moved about, the extra bounce in their toes and the twinkle in their eye as they leaned over the seats of the grand theater to whisper to their companion. It was the loud jazz music audible from the cabaret across the street, the cool air of handheld bamboo fans waving about in rapid color, the smell of something fried smuggled into the viewing room, despite screen one's strict rules. Marking the first day of the Gregorian calendar as a time for celebration was a Western matter, but the West had long stuck its roots into this city. The madness in Shanghai was gone. The streets had been lulled back into uproarious decadence and nights that went on and on. Like this one, where theater goers could watch a picture and then saunter across the Huangpu River until sunrise. After all, there was no monster lurking in the waters anymore. It had been four months since the monster of Shanghai died, shot to death and left to rot on a wharf by the Bund. Now the only thing civilians needed to worry about were gangsters, and the increasing number of bullet-hole-ridden corpses showing up on the streets. Juliet Tai peered over the railing, squinting down at the ground level of screen one. From her vantage point, she could see almost everything below, could pick out every minuscule detail among the chaos broiling under the golden light fixtures. Unfortunately, it would have been more useful if she were actually down there herself, mingling with the merchant she had been sent here for, rather than staring at him from high above. Their seats tonight were the best that she could do. The assignment had been given far too last minute for Juliet to finagle something good in the thick of the socializing sphere. Are you going to be pulling that face all night? Juliet swiveled around, narrowing her eyes at her cousin. Kathleen Lang was trailing close, her mouth set in a grimace, while the people around them searched for their seats before the picture started. Yes, Juliet grumbled. I have so many better things to be doing right now. Kathleen rolled her eyes, then wordlessly pointed ahead, having spotted the seats marked on their tickets. The stubs in her hands were ripped poorly after the uniformed ticket boy at the door got his top hat knocked into his eyes by the crowd surging into the portico. He had hardly a moment to recover before more tickets were waved in his face, foreigners and rich Chinese alike sniffing their noses at the slow speed. In places like these, better service was expected. Ticket prices were sky high to make the Grand Theater an experience what with its arched ceiling beams and wrought iron railings, its Italian marble and delicate doorway lettering. Only in English, no Chinese to be found. What could possibly be more important than this? Kathleen asked. They took their seats, the frontmost row by the second level railing, a perfect view of both the screen and all the people beneath. Staring angrily at your bedroom wall, as you have been doing these few months? Juliet frowned. I have not been doing merely that. Oh, pardon me. How could I forget screaming at politicians? Huffing, Juliet leaned back into her seat. She crossed her arms tightly over her chest, 
the beads along her sleeves, clinking loudly against the beads dangling from her front. Grating as the sound was, it contributed only a small fraction to the general bedlam of the theater. Papa's already giving me enough grief for upsetting that nationalist, Juliet grumbled. She started to take inventory of the crowd below, mentally assigning names to faces and keeping track of who might notice that she was here. Don't you get on my case too? Kathleen tutted, setting her elbow onto the armrest between them. I am only concerned, Balmé. Concerned about what? I'm always screaming at people. Lord Ty doesn't reprimand you often. I think that might be an indicator of, Juliet lurched forward. Out of sheer instinct, a gasp rose in her throat, but she refused to let it out. And instead, the sound lodged itself tightly in place. An ice-cold sensation pressed up against the back of her tongue. Kathleen immediately jerked to attention, too, searching the floor below for whatever it was that had drained Juliet's face utterly of blood. What? Kathleen demanded. What is it? Do I call for backup? No, Juliet whispered, swallowing hard. The theater dimmed. Taking their cue, the ticket boys started to walk the aisles, forcing the crowd to settle for the picture. It is only a small hiccup. Her cousin's brows were furrowed, still searching. What is it? Kathleen repeated. Juliet simply pointed. She watched as Kathleen followed the direction in which she was indicating. Watched as the realization set in when they were both looking at one figure pushing his way through the crowd. It would appear we were not the only ones sent here for a task, 